Welcome to Dante's Inferno. What up, guys? Uh, we're having construction in the background, so if you hear some loud fucking noises, that's that's what that means. Uh, the first part of this this interview, I thought I edited the audio correctly, but it got fucked up, and it didn't it didn't uh, clip this first part. So the first like ten seconds, it's a little bit of connection issues, but after that, it gets onto the interview. It's fucking epic. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you. Thank you for giving me a little piece of your time and attention from your world to mine. You're going to get so much value from this episode with Patrick, my conversation with Patrick. He drops so much value. I just, I can't, I'm excited for you to listen. So without further ado, here's Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day going so far, man? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. How was Christmas? Good, man. Good. Um, it was with family. They're uh, they're not uh, you know, it's family. <laughs> usual, Were you? Problems that you're in. Along with that. You're in Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! God, you have such high grills. Scottsdale, ASU. Yes. yes. Made me cry. Bro, <laughs> right, your girls are so damn hot. Hey, man, real quick, uh, before we actually start, I wanted to say that, number one, thank you for your time and, and agreeing to do this. Number two, I'm just super impressed uh, meeting you at Summit. I'm super impressed with your growth, the fact that you've gone to where you've gone with your life, and you're challenging yourself, you're taking action, you're not letting things like fear and different you know, lower vibration energy kind of hold you down, pin you down, and keep you, like most of the population, just suppressed in fear in the state of reaction. So just props, man. Just want to say Thank you, boss. So all right, we can begin, dude. Um, you want to just okay. introduce... Is the lighting up? Is the lighting good? What do you need? Yeah, no, you're fine, dude. It is, that, okay. It's irrelevant. I can use the audio for the podcast and the video. It'll just be... Okay. Got you. But if you want to introduce yourself and just tell people a little bit about who you are and, and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Patrick Red. I am originally from Maryland, um, started getting into nightlife about a year ago, um, and just kind of started building social networks, um, been mentored by RSD Max. Um, I was the first person in RSD Max's eight-week mentoring program, and then I did his advanced program, and I would do one-on-one coaching with Max. Um, I lived with Luke, RSD Luke in, uh, Vegas, um, for three months, went through RSD Vegas immersion. Um, and I've been really focused on building social circles and connecting with a lot of high status people a lot faster using Instagram specifically, um, and showing other people how to have that same type of lifestyle from just doing a kind like tiny little tweaks to their Instagram and how they um, build their personal brands, whether that's through like nightlife or like just connecting with more higher status individuals. Epic man. What was your reason for, for wanting to like do all that? Like what, what prompted you to go get coaching to kind of like take on these challenges and, and level up your life and kind of evolve? Mm-hmm. So I always felt like, 
I always felt like I was good at school. I always felt like I was good at business, even though I went through a really long struggle um, with building um, my online marketing business. But I always felt like I always settled for less in terms of the girls that I had in my life. I was in three long, not exactly good relationships. Like they were great people, but they just weren't the people for me. Like very low vibration energy um, held me back from achieving the things that I wanted to do. But I still was able to push past that. So it was just through a lot of pain, um, like three years of like pain of like experiencing like shit. These are the types of relationships that I don't want to be in. Yeah. And I want to have a lifestyle. Like then I came into like, I have money, but then I don't have the lifestyle from my business. And then I wanted to create like a lifestyle where like I can literally travel almost anywhere in the world, know people there, help people when I am there and kind of connect people to a lot of these amazing experiences. I love that, man. It, it's interesting how you said that. So two kind of things popped up to me and I, I would like to know which it was more for you. Was it, you had this pain of like three years and it created leverage and it was based on pain that you wanted to change? Or was it more of like, you saw what could be and it was more of like pleasure, like it was exciting, it was cool, or like, fuck yeah. And that kind of drew you toward it. What, or was a combination of both, what, what would you say? Um, I feel like it was mostly just pain at the beginning. Cause like when you're in that type of state, you don't really know what's possible. You just know that you don't like where you are. Um, like you might see somebody else with like a, like a girl that you like, or you might see somebody else like, I don't know, like I'd see people in college and they're just like, so like blissfully ignorant, but I knew that wasn't the life that I wanted. So it was mostly from like experiencing the things that I didn't like. Cause I dropped out after my freshman year of college too. Like I knew that I didn't like college. Um, and I just would rather not do something that I don't like rather than like lie to myself about it. I don't know. It was mostly through pain initially. And now it's like, now once you kind of open up your perspective and you have like a level up experience, like getting a bottle service table with uh, summer Ray for her 22nd birthday. Like that's like a spot in my mind. I'm like, shit, I leveled up. Like, this is like a thing that I've accomplished that I'm like, wow, if I can do this, then I can definitely do something even crazier. You kind of get like momentum once you get to that spot and you have that realization of like, fuck, like I got this, like you have that energy in you. Yeah. You never really, you never really know the experiences that you, you can't have until, until you kind of push yourself to connect with better people or just constantly keep yourself open to learning from new things from new people too. Epic. What? All right. Spending time with like some fucking elite high level guys like RST Max, Luke, what, what's been, you know, you could do one or some, whatever you feel has been the biggest takeaways from being around those kind of people. Like what, what's some of the things you've learned that have been, have the most impact on your life specifically? So I'd say three things like the biggest thing that I think I learned from Max is that Max has such like amazing discipline. And I know for me personally, I'm not a disciplined person, but like you can still accomplish things without being disciplined. Like he talks about like, first you have pain, then you have motivation from that pain to like improve your life. And then you have discipline to do the things regardless of whether or not you have that pain um and like putting yourself actively through pain and i just know that that's not the type of person that i am 
to like have the type of discipline to be like, yes, I need to sit down. Like a lot of the things that I see Max doing is from discipline, but I realize like, oh, there's different ways to accomplish the same task. Like I can have discipline and probably get there faster, but like I'm actually kind of okay with like having this kind of shotgun approach, at least initially to like go experience what Vegas is like, go experience what LA is like. And then I don't know, just figure out a way to scale that in like a, a very lazy way. <laughs> I know, like like the same way that like we connected, like we connected at Summit and then like now you can just message somebody on Instagram. Like yeah. I don't know, like there's different ways to do the same thing. Like Max is very discipline focused. I'm just like I don't know exactly what I'd call it, but it's definitely not discipline. So that it's kind of what you're saying it's kinda of like rubbed off on you and that's like the biggest thing you you've kind of realized and, and taken away from him. Yeah, it's like because seeing somebody be that successful and then like being like, oh shit, I'm not successful for the same reasons. It's like you can be successful and have completely different outlooks and completely different ways to get to that point. But then the second point is that like Luke talks about like, oh, somebody is doing that thing. Like if somebody, if the guy that is buying bottle service tables is like wearing Yeezys and off-white, well, you don't need to wear Yeezys and off-white but it would level you up to look more like that guy, dress like that guy, act like that guy. And um, just like, kind of like accept what the pathway that other people have already blazed for you. So if you see like somebody did the exact same thing, like say for example, like you want to go to Cabo, like Luke did. Well, what Luke did is he figured out a way to connect with Vegas Dave, offered him, um social media like he offered him free videos which doesn't cost him that much and like worked his way down from that so like if i'm trying to connect with somebody i should just offer them i should look at how luke connected with vegas dave and not try to make up my own way so i should go offer somebody media services and then connect with them in that same way so like it's kind of contrasting it's like there's different ways to get to the same way but also luke is like just copy whatever somebody else did and don't try to be creative. Yeah, I remember uh, Michael Sartain said something similar at Summit. Real quick, before we dive into point three, I wanted to, to kind of break down this thing. So for, for context, for the people listening to my podcast th- that I know of, I don't know, there's some other place from Spotify and stuff, but the people I know listening, to create context for you talking to them and building that relationship because – the idea of having this interview with you is number one, I think you're cool. I like talking to you, I want to kind of get to know, you know, how you think. But number two, siphon some people over what you're doing so you can help them and you know both of us grow. So for those people, what what's the biggest thing like when it comes to socializing, right? Going to one place where you're insecure, you can't express yourself, you're stifled, going to the club, just fucking getting into bottle service, getting a table, any of that shit in general is fucking terrifying. So what would you tell those people to kind of get them to that place or at least begin the process of shifting into that, making that part of your lifestyle and just natural and organic and just part of who you are. Cause a lot of the people listening, they're that, like those guys, they're introverted. They don't know how to socialize. They don't know how to you know, go from A to B. Mm-hmm. So you can take it from the inner game perspective of like, you need to work on yourself. You need to figure out like, Oh, you need to get rid of your limiting beliefs. So like the beliefs of like, I don't deserve that bottle service table. I don't deserve those girls. I don't deserve those lifestyles. And you can kind of like work on that of like, like 
positive affirmations and say like every day you're like, yes, I go talk to people no matter how I'm feeling. Um, I, I don't know, like girls love sex as much as guys do like just like positive affirmations definitely help to rewire your mindset. So you can do that route, which is like an inner game, like changing your inner beliefs, or you can take Luke's perspective, which is just do the things like the reason why you deserve to be at the bottle service table is because you say, Hey, what's up? I'm at a table over there. Even if you're not at that table over there and just like pretend the part, like literally like if you pretend it on the outside, you end up deserving it and feeling like you deserve it. Like when you sit at a table, you don't need positive affirmations. If you have 10 girls around you, there's no positive affirmations. You automatically deserve it because you're in that environment. 100%, 100%. So it, it rewires your mindset just from being in that environment. So like you can do it from the perspective, of like change yourself inwards first, which is what I did for the first half of my transformation. And then the second half of my transformation, I'm like, Nah, if I just am in that environment, I already feel entitled. Interesting, interesting. So, what, what which are two different sides of the perspective, but yeah. I feel like they get you the same exact spot. Yeah. So, so for you, what kind of like internal work did you do for the first half that kind of got you to a place where you're comfortable with it? You could just shift into it, and it was much easier. What is like some? What are some like practical things that people can like, rattle up? People can just immediately apply after listening to this. Accept where you are figure out where you want to be and then backtrack from where you want to be to where you are now. Like be shameless with how, how you are right now. Be like, yes, right now. I, I don't know. I don't go out as much as often I should. I don't approach well, people as often fuck, as I should. Weird shit all the fuck yeah. I'm weird. I'm weird as fuck. People think I'm weird, but at the same time, like I know that I want to be like point to a guy in the club. I want to be that guy that's sitting at that table that has all the hot girls around him. Um, how do I, how do I, what does that guy feel? How does that guy act? You have to act like a winner. Like if you ever think to yourself, like, is that what a loser would act like? Somebody who's not winning in life, somebody who's not getting the things that they want was that how they would act like versus what would a guy who actually is at a bottle service table feel like act like I focus a lot on nightlife specifically. That's why I use these analogies for nightlife. Um, but like somebody who is in a high status environment, what would they actually act like and what would they actually feel like they would of course if you're if you're lebron james and you go into like if you go to a party and you're lebron james everybody knows who you are like you are the you are the literal shit so like you don't really have to you don't really have to like do that much if you actually are that person but if you just act like that person a lot of the times that's enough to get you towards the 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 end goal yeah, I don't know if that was if that was poignant enough. No, per perfect. Um, Max released a, a video, I think a few days ago or so, but the way you worded that, it shifts it from a disempowering question like, why, what, what the fuck's wrong with me? Why am I like this? Disempowering. And then what you said, it's an empowering question. It's like, how do I get to that place? Or what would a winner do? Or what would a person of this status do? It shifts how you think and, and gives you an empowering answer, puts you in an empowered state. Actually, it's a video mm -hmm. two days ago, kind of talking about something similar. That's, that's fucking huge, man. So yeah, where can people? Mark Manson. Mark Manson also talks about that in uh, the art of the subtle art of not giving a fuck. He talks about like, um, like you just like accept where you are. 
where can people real quick uh, find you on Instagram? Because I know you talk about nightlife. A lot of a lot of the stories you post, it's it's like flashy, which is cool because it draws people in, but it's also it reveals a lot of what you're doing and how you're thinking and like getting people synced into that mentality. And I think that's very powerful just by itself, like not even counting coaching or you working with people in person. But where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, so I have two Instagrams that I give a lot of value on. Um, my personal one is pats.loves.red. Pat loves red with periods in between Pat loves and red. Um, and then I have another one that's called Social Circle God. And that one's a lot more content that's information driven. So like how to socially network with people through social media. Sick, sick. And then point number three, if you, if you even still can fucking recall that, the biggest takeaway if we didn't get off track with all my fucking rambling, mm-hmm. what do you think would be the, the biggest third realization you'd have from working with these so, high level So the first one was that you can get to different places. You can get to, um, you can get to the same place using different methods. The second one was you can also get to the, like your end goal by copying the people that got in front of you. And both those are fine. And then the third one was from driving through people's networks. So, um, when I went to Vegas, um, one of the Vegas immersion head coaches, he'd been there for 18 months. He went out every single day. He added people on Instagram. And like the followers that he had and the following that he had were the most, like some of the most dense, like crazy people that he'd met in Vegas over 18 months, like 1800 people. And he picked these 1800 people that were following him and he picked 600 people to follow. Like the amount of value that's in his following list and his follower list or like him going out every fucking night for 18 months, right? So I thought like, hmm, if I want to be able to build social proof without going out every single day for 18 months, how can I do that? And this is where it comes into how can you drive through people's networks in an automated way? So I set up a bot that would follow and unfollow and like the people's content that he was following. So then legitimately, and you can ask other people when I walk into venues, for example, last night in DC, like there were like four or five people that came up to me. They shouted me out over the mic on the, on the, um, on the, like over the DJ booth, like they shouted out my name, like, Hey Patrick, welcome back from Vegas. Like, I don't even know the guy who's shouting me out, but he knows (laughs) me because he follows me on Instagram and it's ridiculous. And then I walk into the nightclub and I like in excess for example, and I guess like Hansel was following this guy because he had met him one night when out of his like 18 months of going out every night. He's like, yo, are you Pat? And I'm like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And it's like, you're literally, you can literally selectively be a celebrity in the venues that you want to be a celebrity in by using Instagram. Fucking huge. The, it's, it's cool speaking with you because in, in my eyes, you're much like just a fucking high level dude man like you're doing a lot of good things you're working on yourself you're taking yourself you have fucking goals and I appreciate it. you're a boss too you're a boss yeah, too appreciate you appreciate you but like you have a lot of practical stuff that's useful for again context for, like the people listening that i know are listening that's a very very fucking valuable and definitely go follow people everybody listening definitely go follow him he has a fucking ton of value in his stories it's cool just seeing like that's such a high value goal it's a high uh like status goal that most of the time, most people who are living in fear and 
can they're like stifled, low vibration energy. They can't. That's not even within their fucking reality of like, how do I, you know, gather this following and all these people and get to these high level fucking venues? It's not even in the reality. They're worried about how the fuck can I, you know, make rent or how the fuck can I, you know, get to these these small scale fucking goals, man. So that's how I was, but that's how I was personally back in February. Like even before I joined Max's mentoring program, like I felt the exact same way. Like I legitimately did not believe that like girls like sex. I was like, what the fuck? Like Max is like, girls love sex as much as I do. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, I would feel like I didn't like realize like even that type of like, I don't know. It just sounds so ridiculous for me to even say it right now. Cause I remember reading these, this list of like a hundred ass, like uh, positive affirmations out loud to myself. And like I'd memorize them and I'd try to say them in different orders so I could remember them better. And then like when a situation would come up, I'd say them out loud to myself. Like I approach no matter what the person is doing. And it's like, geez Louise, like to come from like, to come from that type of like low vibration mentality. And like, I would like, I remember I'd like cry at least once a week. I was so like frustrated. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like that bad, but I mean like, but it's still like super frustrating. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, fuck, dude, that's um, that's a cool spot you kind of like went into uh, energy wise. What would you tell people who are kind of like feeling like that, frustrated? They feel fucking hopeless, apathetic. They're in that spot where they're just like sleeping all fucking day. They they feel they can't take any action. What what would you tell that person if you could just like stand right in front of them, boom, teleport, talk to them? What would you say? Craig Ballantyne's quote: "Work beats worry, motion beats meditation." action beats anxiety it's like even doing the smallest thing gets you in the positive upward spiral like for example if you know you need to build a website well just build the header and then go back to sleep like even (laughs) even that type of shit that's literally i'm not i'm not i'm not i honestly don't feel like i work that much like i put a lot of effort and i put a lot of effort in the things i do but like just putting in the header gets you in the positive the positive energy positive vibration gets you moving in the right direction even like some nights i'll be like i don't want to go out but then i'll go out and i'll end up pulling and closing um or like meeting a high status guy that i never would have met if i hadn't gone out a lot of it's just like show up like just put in the tiniest amount of effort and that one percent increase like the kaizen approach of like one percent increase has compound results over over time literally just the exact same reason why i got to where i am a lot of the people that are more successful aren't more successful because they did anything different it's just that they just failed more perfectly said what are some like what, what's your outlook for 2019 like what's what the fuck do you want to happen like what are some of your goals um goals I want to be able to scale. I want to be able to help more people faster. So that's putting out more YouTube content. I have a lot of interviews that are dropping um, with like a fashion expert um, that does fashion advice for RSD Vegas Immersion, um, an, a DJ in uh, Vegas as well. Like just just scaling more of the message and like showing people how to connect in these high status environments and showing them, yo, like you can do this too. Like I did this. I was in the exact same spot you were in. I've shown other people that are just like you how to do this. 
and you can do this too. So for example, like shooting interviews with people, it's so freaking easy, like in the same way that you're doing right here, but it just adds so much value. It's like a value arbitrage. It's not that difficult to set up a zoom call, but at the same time, like you get a shit ton of value. I get a shit ton of value and the people listening to this get so much value. So more content than like, up, like fucking jumpstart the, the content train and just get things rolling, get interviews. Just more scalable content. So having more YouTube content as opposed to Instagram content. And I think I'm going to chop up a lot of the videos that I have from Instagram and Snapchat and kind of break them down in kind of like an infield way. Not exactly, but like show exactly like how, how to build this social proof, how I got to these different situations that I've documented um, with Instagram and Snapchat stories and some actually pretty crazy interviews that I'm going to have with like cocktail waitresses in Vegas talking about like how to get free bottle service, um, things along those lines. That's fucking dope, man. What, um, kind of expanding on that, what's like your legacy you want to leave like for your time? Here? I know that's such a mainstream cliche question, but like, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Like what, what's the impact you want to have like on the fucking world? It's a deep, big thing, but I'm curious. Um, legacy. I'd say it's like you can create the lifestyle that you want. Like if you want to go on these crazy trips to exotic locations, you can do that and you can make money off of it. And not really do that much work. Like for example, when I went to LA, I made like $1,200 because I got like a group of like five people to pitch in money. And then I got a photographer who wanted to go to LA and I got the Airbnb and then we just went around to LA and took pictures and did some cool shit. And I made $1,200. Like I didn't really do that much. All I did was like book an Airbnb, book a Turo rental car. And then like messaged a couple of people, Hey, come on this trip. And I made money off of it. So like, I know for a fact that anybody can do that regardless of whether or not you're worried about your rent payment, you could even turn that into a business, make a little bit money on a side hustle. Um, you can go have the adventures that you want to have. I like, I'm specifically confined to the U S obviously, cause that's what my field is, but then you can build the lifestyle that you want in the U S pretty much anywhere you want and then scale that using social media. It's fucking dope, man. Yeah. Fucking sick. What's a, what's like one big book that's fucking had the most effect on your life growth wise that you could give to people? <sighs> Um, dang, that's a good question. Um, probably the rational male, uh, Rolla Tomasi talks about like the evolutionary psychology of, um, female male, uh, attraction. Have you read that? If you haven't. Some, some, uh, I remember taking the, the plane, things like a connecting flight after coming back from, from winter summit or Miami summit. I was reading some of it and then I like popped some drama me and I fucking knocked the fuck out never touched it again. But yeah, man, I got like maybe a third of the way into it and it was it's fucking dope. I need to, I got a whole fucking shelf of books. I got to burn through, man. It's, it's like way for, my soul. <laughs> for anybody listening to this, it's like, like, I like, I mean, I imagine like a lot of people always underestimate the amount of life changing experience that a book has. It's like somebody lived 50 years. Okay. Some man, pondered this one question for 50 years and then he sums it up in an audiobook that you can download for ten dollars on amazon 
and you can listen to it in five hours and learn 50 years of a man's experiences. Like it's so dumb not to freaking do that. It's I'll literally that, so bro, dumb not to. to music. <laughs> no, bro. That's one of my. That's one of my other goals other than creating content is to listen to less trap music and replace that <laughs> with listening to more audiobooks. I listen to like eight hours of trap music a day. I have a problem. <laughs> no, but for real, everybody listening to this, I swear to God, like, it's so like you underestimate how much of a life changing experience listening to a book is, and. It's so, it's never been easier to get access to this crazy information. Download the freaking book. Unless like, unless you don't, unless you don't like changing your life. Like <laughs> that's, that's cool if you don't, but like download the rational mail by Rolo Tomasi. You send me a screenshot and send it to me on Instagram. I'll, I'll send you three free tips on how to get free bottle service. If you do oh, that, oh. I mean, you can do that. Or if you don't do that, like I only do it for like the first like 20 people or so. Um, but if you do that. You'll change your life, but it's okay if you don't want to. <laughs> Fucking epic, man. Fucking epic. Yeah, dude. That's yeah. Those are all the, the, the big questions. I think provide a fucking ton of value. What's uh? You have any final thoughts? Like, what's going on with your life? Something you want to talk about? Something you want to share? Um, what's going on? What's going on with you? Just man, this, uh, quit what's your what's your what's your, what? Yo, you quit smoking cigarettes? Cigarettes, drinking, had a this past couple of weeks, man. It's it's been, I don't know. I'm, I'm tentative with throwing around the word like spiritual awakening and enlightenment because it has all sorts of judgments and preconceptions. But to put it in like simpler terms, I've, I've found like discovered more of my energy and how I think and, and eliminating a lot, eliminated a lot of self-limiting beliefs, and I'm in a much better place. And I'm I'm excited to uh, to get the ball rolling for 2019. That's yeah. You, I don't know if you can handle. I don't know if you can handle it. I don't know if you can handle it. <laughs> you got it though. You got it though. You're a beast. One hundred, man. One fucking. 100. You have you have this you have this awesome knack for telling like future projecting or value. Like figure out who's going to be successful in the future. That's. But that's you're going to be successful in the future. Company. You're going to be successful in the future. Thank you, man. Thank you. And and back at you're already on. You're already there. You're already there. When I fucking met you at a at summit, man. The. I was speaking with Buddy. I remember the exact moment. Speaking with Buddy, you came over and you were kind of like facing me like you are now. And I remember you had, you had a much different energy than everyone there. And just how you talked about about maybe midway through this this interview, the way you talked about the specific, can't fucking remember, but I remember the the way you talked about it, kind of revealed to me like I got I got chills a little bit, man. I was like this this fucking guy, man. He's you're gonna destroy it. You're gonna fucking crush it. Thank you for coming on this interview, dude. A lot of people are getting a lot of ton of value from this. Everybody listening, if you go get Audible, screenshot that motherfucker, whatever book you decide to get, send it to him on his Instagram. I'll link it all up. He'll uh, give you three tips for everybody the first twenty or, or however many fucking people go do it. Thank you, Patrick, man. This is fucking epic. Super excited, man. Crush 2019, and yeah, bro, this is awesome, epic. Come party with us over in uh. In Scottsdale and uh, Vegas and DC. Most definitely, brother. Most fucking definitely. <laughs> cool, man. All right, later, brother. Peace. You there. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got a ton of value from this. Uh, I have no asks for you. I don't want you to do anything else except go enjoy your life, live an exciting life, live a fulfilling life, and hopefully apply what you learned in this episode to change your life and have some explosive growth. Thank you.
Till next time.